Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music at www.midnightsyndicate.com. Also, if you want to add some spooky music to your own games, uh, go ahead and check out the ambient sounds over at Sword Coast Soundscapes. Check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. All right, quick intro for me this week. Let's get into the show. I swear, right after we stopped recording last week, it hit me that, you know how every book of this adventure is supposed to be a different horror theme, a different trope? This is Frankenstein. I believe it's pronounced Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) But am am I right, Gary? Maybe. Maybe. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I mean, it's a golem, so somebody made it. And you made a joke last week, Richard, and I totally, it totally went over my head. Yeah, I said I'd already read this book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was like way, way subtle. It was layers yeah. upon layers. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like, he did some good things and he did some bad things. Just yeah. like Frankenstein. <laughs> it's pronounced <I> Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if he can speak or if we're just going to get. <laughs> yummy noises. <laughs> <laughs> yummy noises. Uh, he can noises. only sing words that are in the song putting on the Ritz. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's canon now. So <laughs> go with it. Mm. Think how you're gonna do that. <laughs> no. Go with it, Gary. On the spot no. we have changed the script. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I refuse. So it looks like at least the beginning of this book is gonna be a lot of talking and rolling checks. I'd Mo- like to apologize to anyone who wanted fights. <laughs> We're gonna have verbal fights. It's like the character in Capcom versus Marvel. Marvel versus Capcom. Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I like how, objection. You know, it's like addition. It's it's the same either way, <laughs> but you still had to correct her. Yeah. I, I, yes, I noted it. I filed it away for future fights. <laughs> I'm, I'm just for the audience' sake. There is an official title, and there's an official arrangement of the title. Oh my goodness. Uh, he's. I mean, he's not wrong. Objection. <laughs> In nerd, he's right. Overruled. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't expect we're going to have a... nerd, he's right. You mean like the nerd language? Uh-huh. So, Honestly, I couldn't remember it, so I'm fine with being corrected on it. What was that game you played this weekend at Dave & Buster's? That arcade game with the... Time Crisis. Yeah. I love Time Crisis. That was, that was a lot of fun. Time Crisis is a lot of fun. I was talking to my friend. Time Crisis is great because it's really respectful of its players. You get a lot of game time for one... One, one coin, coin right. one insert, one coin. See, yeah. no coins anymore. <laughs> well, not David token, Busters. whatever. Yeah. See, <laughs> one you, swipe. You were talking fighting games and going with arcade. I thought you were going to go with Tekken. Tekken. No, she was. She was thinking that because what about the, Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter. <laughs> no, she was thinking that because the characters in Time Crisis Five are ludicrous. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The well, character designs. Also, I don't know what Tekken is. It's another fighting. Fight- game. It is my least favorite one. See, yeah. a fighting game is my favorite genre because the games are quick. And easy, and I got next. I yeah. like- <laughs> you can switch in and out, or do like a tournament setting, or uh-huh. however you want to do it. I yeah. like Mortal Kombat because I liked the sexy girl costumes I that the girls Mor- have. Mortal Kombat. I've, they don't have those anymore. I've played every iteration of um, Mortal Kombat except the newest one. I'm going to say Cassie Cage. That was, I mean, Sonya Blade. I mean, those were sexy costumes. They're all sexy costumes. Yeah. What do you mean they're not there anymore? They dialed it back. Even that bee lady. No, they, they've they've brought it back up. Yeah. Oh, they did. That was just one game they did that. I, I guess. guess. What did they do? What do you they mean put they put in... clothes on? Yeah, them, they were. They didn't want to objectify women anymore, so they put mm-hmm. more clothes on them. Even though you know it's but, women fighting against men in a fighting game, it's the ultimate form of equal rights. It is. <laughs> I'm I want to play. Uh, let's stop recording and just go play. Like go to the CC's Pizza mm-hmm. and <laughs> we'll play Mortal Kombat, and then we'll play the Simpsons game. Yeah. Oh, this is game. game. I love that one. I was always Lisa because I like the whip. <laughs> I, I like the the vacuum. Uh-huh. I, I, was, I was Homer because I liked his stupid animation where he swing his arms around. <laughs> oh, that man. one and Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Ooh, we, we played beat. that. Yeah, we beat that. We were all at free play, and that game was not as much fun. Um, no, it was not as it much was fun. Exhausting. Oh man, we I were so tired. It. I loved it so much. I loved it as a kid too, and playing yeah. it, I was like, "Wow, this game my, is not very good." My arm hurt after playing we it. We all had tennis elbow. Like, 
we all had like arcade elbow afterwards. Like nostalgia definitely colored that one. Yeah. And, and that arcade setup is not well set up for larger people. No, you realize it's set all arcades are set up for kids because yes. it's like four adults cannot stand around this machine no. comfortably. <laughs> we were kind of squeezing and we all had an elbow like one arm in. It was it was a mess. And then you're trying to put your beer up on top of that. It's just a mess. Yeah. Uh, but we did Home beat dome. it. We did beat it. And we saved all the beers. We didn't drop any. No, nope, it was Yay. good. So enough about talking about other games, as we always do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for this game, we we're apologizing for not having a lot of combat, at least at the beginning of this. See, you, you apologize, but I'm looking forward to this. Criminal Justice was my original major, so this is really exciting, this whole crime drama type setting. No, it'll be fun. It'll be different. But here's my theory. I'm starting out, no information. I'm betting the cult is responsible for the murders, mm. and we're going to have to go find the critical piece of evidence, and doing that is going to involve fighting a lot of cult me- members. I think there's going to be a shooter in the courtroom, and we're going to have to like do a reflex save to jump in front of the judge. Oh, it's like one of those, if the verdict goes wrong, then the cultists just show up and start killing everyone? Maybe. Uh-huh. These are our theories. This right is in. very Illuminati of you guys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, get me a little later. He's we can doing, talk about it. <laughs> he's, he's talking about the cultists. I'm just thinking. Also, I'm not making fun of the Illuminati. I'm sorry, Beyonce. I'm just thinking of dramatic <laughs> courtroom scenes. <laughs> is she an Illuminati? Uh, she asserts everyone she? Says, everyone says that she is. It's all pop stars, right? Or yes, no, Illuminati. it's anybody who's famous. They're symbols, Mom. I've, mm-hmm. I can show you the websites later. Yeah, no, Gary, I'm also very excited about this. I, th- I, Knowing Paizo, they tend to have some sort of other mechanic they like to bring in in times like this. Mm-hmm. What would you say, guys? It's almost like mini-games. Yeah, That's exactly games. what it is. Yeah, yeah it's because it's kind of like in Jade Regent with the caravan mm-hmm. mechanics that they bring mm-hmm. in. Or ship-to-ship um, combat. Ship-to-ship yeah. combat. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the Reign of Winter game that we played, the, the Brawl. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a caravan mechanic in there. Oh no, that was just going the through. riot mechanics. Yeah, uh, barroom, 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 bro, something like that. Yeah. Mechanics. That was fun. That was, that fun. was terrifying because we our our uh, muscle cough cough Gary was not there, and so mm-hmm. it was three casters <laughs> had to get their way, had to survive a barroom brawl. <laughs> All right, you get to roll a CMB check or a stealth check. I am a witch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just. I let you guys have the fun that time. I stepped back for for the day, and you got to have fun. Yeah, sure. That's why you did it. Uh-huh. Um, no, it was really interesting. So I'm excited. I am excited for this, and I'm, I've been watching a lot of. I know I'm super up to date in the world. I've been watching a lot of Grimm lately, uh-huh. <laughs> which kind of fits with this. I of, thought we were going to say things that would date the podcast. <laughs> you can watch Grimm. It just dates. Later. It just dates me, uh-huh. <laughs> not the podcast. But so it. You know, it combines both things that we're going to be dealing with here of fantasy and law enforcement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Fantasy, law enforcement, fairy tale creatures. Exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. So I'm excited. And, you know, I've watched the Law and Order and the NCIS. And Well, I'm going to have to lean on y'all for this because I don't watch TV. So mm-hmm. it's not a it's not like a principled stance I take. I just find it boring. So I don't. Oh, my it's, God. it's the commercials. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's largely the commercials. And I don't get to decide what hey, I watch. Hey, Disney Plus don't have commercials. This That's is true. true. Yeah, Disney. Richard's a real big Disney fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate them for what they've become. You'd probably like at least the Star Wars stuff. <gasps> Baby Yoda. Mandalorian Ooh. is really good. It's so good. That I've heard. I do want to see that. Gary and Phillips, since you've seen the Mandalorian, I've only seen the Baby Yoda memes. Mm-hmm. Do they ever show the whites of his eyes? No, because he doesn't, no, he doesn't have really have them. He does in the movie, though. Well, this is a different puppet. This is what well, Yoda, confuses me. Yoda is also like, what, like 800 years old? Also, not yes. More. So, this is, this so did his skull Yoda. shrink back? No, this is not Yoda. This, this is, is not Yoda. Oh, spoilers. It's not a spoiler. I, I have a different question. Mm-hmm. Did they bring up the fact that it's against the law for a Mandalorian to run out of ammo? <laughs> spoiler right. heavy. Spoiler heavy. All right. Well, I was just wondering about the, the eyes, because that's been bothering me when they compare old yoga, Yoda, old yoga, old yoga, <laughs> old, yoga. <laughs> yoga. <laughs> old Yogi Bear, old Pilates, mm-hmm. <laughs> old, Pilates. old Pilates, old people Pilates, Pilates. he's the one that crucified Jesus, right? Pontius <laughs> <laughs> <Pachas> Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that explains his outfit. That's it does. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a fan of crime drama, so we'll we'll 
mom and I are avid NCIS watchers, so yeah. we'll we'll drag you through this. I Richard. love Law and Order. I love oh, it yeah. so yeah. much. Law and Order SPU Special Pathfinder Unit. Oh, good. That was, like, good. That was good, Gary. That's good. That was good. I was like, where's he going with that? No, don't give him none of those. It's like, I haven't seen that one. It's a new one. I've never heard of it. Now I'm thinking about, uh, can all the NPCs, we have to have one that's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. And another one that's Iced Tea. Iced Tea. Yeah. Do you have a, oh wait, we already have a Marushka Hargate. Yeah. We, we do have. We could have a doppelganger. We need yeah. to have uh, Christopher Maloney. Oh, I, was, yes. I was I was planning on for multiple reasons. I was planning on actually my outfit is actually going to be a, a pantsuit. I set the Mariska Hargate yeah. in her leather jacket, red shirt, badge nice. on her belt. Perfect. Yeah. Um, ooh, can Christopher Maloney play the uh, barrister? Maybe I can't do his voice though. Yeah, I mean, his, I don't know that his voice is that distinctive. Distinctive. Yeah. Munch would be better. Yeah. Oh, Munch. Man, I haven't watched Law & Order SVU in a long time. I don't... Or Dan Florek. Uh, Can you do a Jerry Orbach? No. <laughs> Can you do a Vincent D'Onofrio? No. That you could guy? do CSI. No, no, I'm talking... The, the... CSI is another one. Hang I'm on. saying you're a redhead, so you could absolutely do... What's his name? David Carradine? Or... That, that's... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I don't David, know. David Carradine... Is not in that, Law that, and Order. That's Kung Fu. Yeah. Okay, yes. No, that's why I, I get them mixed up. Their, their names are so, I mean, exactly the same. Carity. I don't know who you're talking about. He's the redhead. Like, mean, Gary's like the redhead. CSI Miami? Yes. Oh. Yes. He does the, he the, the thing where he takes his sunglasses off and says a pun. <laughs> oh, that's the guy the meme's based off of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's how Richard gets in the conversation. <laughs> oh, the memes. David. The me- Caruso. Caruso, not Carradine. Sam Watterson. You could have said Robinson. I oh, Sam Watterson. Okay, Jeff yes. McCoy. Sam Watterson. Oh, my God. I was going to bring up a classic Saturday Night Live bit, but I don't think anybody here would get it. My mom might. The one with the robots. enough. <laughs> the one with the robots, the old glory insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, take, they take our medicine for fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Knoth. How can we forget Chris Knoth? Oh, man. That's really, that's old school law and order. Okay, so. Now that we've nerded out on. Man, we really run the gauntlet. (laughs) We're just nerds. Benjamin Bratt. We forgot about Benjamin Bratt. We're just nerds. Angie Harmon. She was in the original, too. Shut shut down the IMDb, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) It never ends. We are 18 minutes in. Fred Thompson. That's the senator. Yeah. Or was he a representative? And Fred Thompson was also in another movie we had spoken about last week, Ghostbusters 2. What is he in Ghostbusters 2? Wasn't he the the big bad guy in the picture? He was Vigo? Vigo? No. No. That's the bad guy in the picture. He is Vigo. No, it wasn't wasn't him. Was it it not Fred Thompson? No. I've always in my head, it's always been confused with him. I can see why you'd get that from the face. Yeah, yeah. I can see a resemblance. But you're absolutely incorrect. Yeah, no. I mean, can you imagine Vigo with that southern accent? <laughs> He's an actor. Eh. Yeah. Is he a great actor? He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's Vigo. He's Vigo, yeah. <laughs> Why am I dripping with goo? Oh, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Why am I dripping yes. with goo? <laughs> so his best line is, oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so many movies I like. <laughs> you like that movie? Will, we should start a separate podcast where we it's talk It's a terrible about movie, but it's I like so it. so bad, but I love yes. it. <laughs> so, what do we need to do? We got we got a little to-do list last time. We mm-hmm. do. We well, let's we're we're talking all this law crap. Uh let's let's back it up. We were returning our books to the judge. Um, yes. Or no, we were returning well, our one books. One book. It was one book well, to the judge, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's so we, just doing a little summary of what went before. We were returning our books, and so, we got taken to Embereth Deramids. Yeah, we were initially uh, we were initially told to bring all four to her, and then she was like, "Now nah, I only really want one of these. You could bring the other three back to the library." Yeah, and in there, on on our way there, we were learning about the Beast of Lepestad, and that he's been caught, and he was found in the library. Um, With the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Plum is now dead. Yep. So, and and the beast has been around for 20 years, is what my notes say. And he's been blamed for basically everything that's ever gone wrong in this town. Cows, milk going sour, things like that. And uh, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's been caught. He was found in the library. 
Ambrith Deramid is a judge. She is the magistrate over the case for the beast, and she has asked us to help. She said she's concerned about it being a fair trial, which is very understandable given the giant wicker wooden effigy outside that they're ready to set on fire. Yes. After his fair trial. Yeah. After his fair trial. After yeah. the fair trial. Yeah. Where he's convicted. So uh, she has asked us to come in and help research this since we've got this external perspective, not, not the same heightened bias coming in. Mm-hmm. So we need to go find the barrister, Gustav Koppel. Gustav Koppel. Couple, not couple. <laughs> I wrote couple. I, I kept reading it as Capel. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a city. As uh, a city very near, very nearby to us. That is very Texas of you. And we know that the beast is being housed in the, the courthouse or wherever. Uh, do the barrister and the court and the beast like are they in the same building, different parts? Yes. Okay. Um, also, we have to go register as barristers, also in the courthouse. In addition, we have to go return our books to the library. Where the crime scene is. Yeah, so I thought that the the most efficient order of operations would be go register, then talk to the barrister, then talk to the beast, then return the books to the library, and also investigate the library while we're there. Sounds good to me. I have one more question. Beast of Lepestad, what do we know so far? Obviously, we're going to learn more. We know yeah. um, he's been around for 20 years. He's a flesh golem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which means he's a, a magic construct? Well, that's what I was about to ask is, what's a flesh golem? Uh, yeah. Does anyone know in this group? Roderick knows. I think I might have already rolled, but it's a, uh, it is a golem that is made of flesh. Okay, and so golems are created magically? Yes, you just take a lump of material. And this is a fun aside. Golems, in this lore, they are a wizard's defense against other wizards. Because they're created in such a way that they're immune to magic, which makes them oh. the perfect defense against other wizards. Oh, that's crazy. That's a good factoid. Are they related? How, how, do, how does a Pathfinder golem compare to a Jewish golem? I mean, they're based on the same lore. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the Jewish lore, that type of golem has, you like put a scroll in their mouth, and it's, it's, it's to do very specific commands. How much of that would we know in this world? I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how to separate my metagaming versus in-gaming yeah. I don't know that off the top of my head about how specifically how they're created. Or just how they work. Like, can you you can give them commands. We talked about can they talk. That's another question I have that I don't expect an answer to right now is who made this flesh golem? Yes. Who made Horace? I had to have been, he has to be at least 20 years old. He was one years old when he made Horace. <laughs> Gary responded with a shrug for the audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I missed it. Uh, he responded with another shrug. <laughs> Basically, also not visible on the. Radio. He, he was going to. He was going to answer for real, and then he just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I have all my preliminary questions out of the way, Governor. I don't know why I said Governor. Okay, you're just your getting honor. in the zone. I'm mean, your honor. Sorry, your honorable GM. <laughs> so. This is funny because I served on the jury of a municipal court for a traffic violation recently. You know, they, they always tell you this, and I can second this, don't represent yourself because <laughs> it's not even, it, it, it's, it's not even like, oh, well, you're stupid. It's because you spend the entire time with the judge correcting you. Like, no, that's not, the, that's not the time for this. No, you can't do that right now. No, this isn't the time for you to do You're only asking questions of the witness. You're not presenting your own argument. So this is exactly what we're about to do in this game. Well, I hope one of us has knowledge nobility. I have all knowledges. I have bardic knowledge. We're going to count on Renly, then. You, you also have the barrister there. Uh, we could just ask him. What do we do now? <laughs> well, I mean, technically, we're barristers, too, once we get registered. Not so yet. We'll, yeah. we'll be on equal... Is it like a universal him. life church? We just get yes. Yes. ordained? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Precisely. I, I don't think that just because we get registered means that we now know <laughs> anything. <laughs> the knowledge gets imparted onto yeah, us yeah. through the process. I don't think it's a magical... Pro- I could be wrong. Well, this is something... I know a couple of weeks ago we Equip were... Equip my ring of courtroom knowledge. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this is something I know we... we I know we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago of what standards would be in a magical society as far as like rules and faux pas. Oh, it was the horse thing. The phantom horse. But I was thinking, and I bet they have—I bet they haven't all been listed out. But like, I wonder, in a magical world, what kind of 
safeguards you would have to have in a courtroom to prevent like com- compulsion spells being cast and things like that you know like uh cell phone blockers mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, good like, point. They, they cast zone of truth right <laughs> Duh. I, I imagine Magic would, is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it would depend on the quality, the tier of the court. Like, I'm sure at the highest courts, it definitely have all that stuff. But, like, at the little tiny, hokey, small town courts, probably not so much. Maybe all the bailiffs are also magic users that are just have, like, detect magic going. I just thought of something. We compared this to Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. But is it really To Kill a Mockingbird? Ooh. Ooh good point. What? Falsely accused. It's both. Well, now we have another actor we have to have in here. This is true. Can you do? Can you do a Gregory Peck? No. <laughs> no one can do a Gregory Peck. He was perfect. See, I, Gregory Peck. He was I, perfect. Yeah. I don't do impersonations. I, I do characterizations. I just happen to sound like Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> voice. That is not me doing an impersonation of Liam Neeson. That's just an accident. That's just an accident. That's funny. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if his cousin. Is somewhere in Lepishtad. <laughs> Liam Neeson's cousin? Yeah. He, he yes. might be. It's he has a very enough. extended well, family. I, I want you to use that voice again of that one guy from last week. The the deeper voice. I don't remember what I did. I don't remember either, but I liked it. We'll have to listen <laughs> to the tape later. Okay. Enough talking. I think we're... Well, not enough talking. We're going to be talking we're a lot talking this episode. So, well, obviously, we're going to continue talking. This is going to be a talk-heavy episode. But mm-hmm. I am ready to move forward and have pretend action with said talking. We are in the judge's house. Yes. We've got a chest of books. Are we going to take that with us to the courtroom? No, we were going to leave that at uh, Embrith Deramid's house mm-hmm. with her permission until we came back and we were ready to bring them to the library. On to the courtroom place. No, Court courthouse. Courthouse. <laughs> There's probably a courtroom in there. Probably, you know. We have to register as barristers. Yes. Well, volunteer defenders. Is there a fee? It's got to be a fee. There's a there's government. Always a, there's always a fee. It's court costs. They'll they'll just take it out of your pay later. So we <laughs> do we hey, get paid? Interestingly enough, it's it's a hundred platinum. That's <laughs> exactly we, what you owe. Do we get paid for doing this? Well, Judge Deramid said that she will do double two, double and a half. Oh, right. Because of the because right, right, I right. negotiated for fifty percent more. Oh, yeah, 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 you did. Okay, so we walk into the courthouse, and we go over to the little placard that shows all the floors where the DMV is, and then the tax office, and then we actually don't see the room we need listed anywhere. It wouldn't be the DMV. And there's one fat officer. <laughs> oh, you're right, not the DMV, the title, like the license plate. Place. I mean, it might be like the DHV, oh. Department of Horse, Horse Vehicles. Vehicles, yeah. <laughs> I, I got this. And there's like the one fat town guard whose job is just to sit there and point you in the direction. Yes, yeah. but he he's asleep. He doesn't even talk. He's eating donuts. And he's asleep. So, like, while he's asleep. Yeah. He's eating donuts uh, while he's asleep. <laughs> he's like Homer Simpson. Yes. <laughs> there's a drool mm, coming donuts. Uh, so, yes, you go to the large squat building in the center of the town that is dominated by an enormous clock tower that overlooks the town square. Um, what time is it? After two o'clock. Great. Boy, we just laid in bed day, huh? No, we were coming into town. We had to say our prayers oh, and whatnot. It's the, oh, that's right. We haven't even spent a night. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> the real me has slept since then. <laughs> Play us have it. Okay. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Two o'clock. So, yes. Two o'clock on the clock tower. Continue. Uh, so you make your way inside. You see the fat guard drooling with a powdered donut in his hand. Might be a kolache. But it wouldn't be a sausage roll. No. <laughs> you look for the sign to figure out which way to go. You find your way to the county clerk office. They say just, out for lunch. Just let <laughs> <laughs> Be back in 15. <laughs> they got, they got one of those little uh, mm-hmm. yeah, dials on the door. So you wait the 15 minutes. They finally come back. 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later. Uh, <laughs> you walk up. And say you want to register as volunteer defenders. She says, "Okay, great, that's wonderful. Here's fill out these forms and bring them back." Thirty minutes later, you, f- you filled out the forms, bring them back. Oh, I'm sorry, those were the wrong forms. No, th- I'm sorry, these are the old forms. These are the old ones. I need you to fill out this addendum form and the new form. Do you have a quill I can borrow? This uh, one broke and it's leaking. I want it to be on a chain, like a mage hand holds. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to say it was like the flower pot beside you. You pull out yes. the flower. It's an actual flower. It's not <laughs> oh, that's the cool. fake one. <laughs> oh, man. That's on a chain. <laughs> and this is when you guys realize that while Zenobia can read, she holds her pencil like a... Like, like a toddler? Like, like a toddler. Yeah, she's holding it in her fist. She's just learning the writing part of this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Vivian, have much finesse. And Vivian will help her with that. Yeah. I imagine she's like, no, I'll do it. <laughs> Vivian's a good teacher. She'll do yeah. it non-patronizingly. <laughs> Show me how to hold my pencil so it doesn't look like I'm attacking the... <laughs> stabbing yeah, the paper. Yeah, she's going to say, we're going to go get Chinese food later, and this is really going to help with, with your... <laughs> With your dexterity in your fingers. I can't think of what the uh, country is. Tianjia. Tianjia. We're going to go get Tianjia food Tian later. Food. Tian ah, food. I've eaten that food before with the funny sticks. Yes. I don't like it. It tastes like brown to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, we fill all that out. Fills form. Uh, it takes about an hour, uh, which should have only taken like five minutes to mm-hmm. fill out this form and turn it in. Mm-hmm. But you know how you know, the court works. Uh, so anyway, you are registered. They, she gives you your name badges that you can wear in the courthouse. To oh be my goodness! They have lanyards. Defenders. Sure. Now they are going to ask for these back when we when we're done. So be aware of that. That they're spelled to where you can't leave the building with them on. Oh, you got to put them in like the basket. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> oh man! How do, how do we prove? Oh, they we're on the list. We just have to say we're on the list. Right. When it's magical, we yeah. put our magical thumbprint up to it and they'll appear mm-hmm. or something like that. A little green light shows. <laughs> it's here. Oh, that's so... F- I am enjoying, like, dealing with repressed rage at the bureaucratic system. <laughs> <laughs> also while playing this game. But right. by, by creating all the impediments yeah. that we've ever encountered. Yeah. It's things. fun to imagine them. Yes, instead of actually experiencing them. You know, the only bad thing I've ever experienced in, in like a DMV or anything like that is they made me put my phone away. That's never happened. That's not that bad. It's in the courtroom, yeah. Yeah. But see, with I know with like courtrooms and stuff, you usually have to, you know, go through the metal detectors and all that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if there was a metal detector in this world with all the <laughs> armor and the weapons that everybody That's wears. what I was contemplating if we were even allowed to come in with all of our weapons. <laughs> like just clank, like, clank, clank, clank. Yeah. Give us our bureaucratic permissions now <laughs> they would probably you know allow you to keep your armor on mm-hmm. but take off turn in any weapons like that you have. comes in with this enormous glaive <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guard that's asleep he just has like a pile of weapons around him mm-hmm. no one's no one's looking at them like nope. they're just you know it's the tr- it's the you gotta leave them here it's, it's the, the honor system honor system yeah all right, so great. We're now so. registered. Oh, this is so exciting. And Vivian's like admiring her, her badge. And I'm gonna, I said, hey, look at this. And I yank at it. It breaks at the back. Oh, uh, the, the, lanyard the lanyard strings. <laughs> hey, look, and you could put it back oh, together. Vivian, you're so, or, oh, Snobius, you're so strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's meant to break. <laughs> They're very health and safety conscious here. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't be strangled can't with be these. Strangled with, can't be strangled with them. They can't be used as a weapon against uh. us. Boy, I sure I'm glad we're being paid for this. <laughs> I like his, how his accent changed a little bit. Boy, I'm sure glad we're getting paid for this. <laughs> He's getting lazy, so the country twang is coming in. <laughs> so, South Ustalov. All right, so no, that's Vivian's voice. So, which way to the barrister's office? Um. Also, what's a barrister? <laughs> I think that one hurt Richard. <laughs> He twinged a little bit. <laughs> I twinged because I don't have the knowledge to check that. Are they the people that, I do. that make coffee? <laughs> yes. Are they the, aren't they the he, he's yeah, preparing I, coffee, and he's the one that's defending the, uh, the barista. I think, barista. I, think barista. It, <laughs> I think it right, Zenobia. That seems like an odd double duty, though. <laughs> well, not really, because I think you have to have a lot of coffee to, to, to win be a, a barrister, case. Yeah. So it makes sense. I think it's probably really boring compared to what we do, so you need a lot of coffee. <laughs> to not be bored? Yeah. Because, I mean, we're used to the adrenaline rush of we were explaining. <laughs> we were explaining this to Richard's brother over the weekend, how... Because he, he's a mechanic, so he spends his days, like, you know, working on machinery and out, and out there doing stuff. Um, and he said, he's like, I don't know if I could handle a desk job. Like, you know, I can't handle all the thinky stuff. And we're like, no, dude, you're smart enough that you could do this. He's like, oh, but I might be bored just sitting at my desk all day. And Richard's like, that's why you go get coffee. <laughs> and I was like, exactly. He's like, I'm tired of looking at the screen. I'm going to go make my fourth cup of coffee. 
Oh, it's and empty. talk to some people while I'm walking around. Oh, yeah. I gotta wait for it to cool. Hey. <laughs> All right, so after you get your badges, you look at how pretty they are and how much they <laughs> go with your armor. Yes. Um, and how, how safety conscious they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the court clerk just points that way through the courtroom mm-hmm. and says, Room 21. Thank you have you. a very lovely demeanor. Thank you. <laughs> I imagine that lady from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, that's, basically that's who she was. Yeah. <laughs> Number she, one. She's my avatar. <laughs> I've got my eye on you. <laughs> Roz. Roz. Roz, yeah. 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 Oh, great. Or, so great. <laughs> I meant to say, okay, great. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, We're great. playing this adventure. <laughs> All right. Have you done something with your hair? <laughs> oh, that's taupe. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way through the door, go up the stairs toward the courtroom. It's now on the second level. Okay. Um, so this is where the courtroom is. You go, you can see on the opposite side of the courtroom, there are several rooms mm-hmm. off to the side. And you see the numbers on them, and you find room 21. I already forgot the number, so I'm glad you said it again. <laughs> I was like, room 8. <laughs> nope, not this one. Oh, bathroom. Oh, there's a lady changing. Ah. Room 21. <laughs> now you're being brought up on charges. <laughs> it's just a trap room. It's an entrapment room. There's a there's a lady getting changed, and there's drugs in there, and it's mm-hmm. just to catch people. Where Catherine Zeta-Jones is going through the laser beams. Right. Like that movie <laughs> entrapment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, this one is also clearly marked. Uh, once you get closer to it, it says defense chamber. So this would be where the defense would be preparing their case. I imagine that's where we need to go. So we knock on the door. Dramatically. Y- 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 yes? Uh, is this Mr. Couple? Couple? Couple. 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 Come in. Alright, we open the door. Is it is it Barrister Couple or is it Mr. Couple? How do we address you? B- b- Barrister Couple is, is fine. Oh, so he has a stutter? Yes. Uh, hello, uh, Barrister Koppel. 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 We have been assigned by Embereth Deramid to assist you in defending the beast. Oh, uh, that, 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 is, that is good good news. I, I'm a bit, um, over my, my head. Um, Do you not know how to argue a case? I, I... I know how, um, but uh, I I don't know that um, there is anything that can can help him. Why is that? Is he's not getting a fair trial? I, I I I want to find everything that I I I can uh, to help him, um, but uh, the the trial has already. Begun, and I I don't have time to to go and investigate. What are you doing instead? I am pre- preparing the statements that I have here for the, the audience. His his uh, body language is perfect. You can't yeah, you Gary's, can't see it, but it's good. Gary is a professional actor, and you're doing an awesome job right now. Thank you. His face is a little red. <laughs> I feel really bad for. This poor guy. So hard. This is a cruel world. <laughs> well, it is Galarian. Yeah. I I have I- interviewed the main witnesses of the the three the three cases that are being presented uh, against the beast, but I I have not of course been there to see these locations myself. So three cases, what are they? Uh, the the three uh, crimes that are c- currently being discussed are the m- murder of ten citizens in the village of Morast a year ago, the slaying of six children in the farming community of Herstog seven months ago and an 
arson attack four months ago at the sanctuary on Carb Isle. Dear. Which which also resulted in uh, the deaths of uh, Dr. Brada and uh, patients and the blinding of the doctor's assistant, Carl. So we were right. <laughs> Carl. 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 I love that medieval name, Carl. It's spelled, oh. it's spelled with a K, if that helps. Oh. Let me just adjust my notes for the K. <laughs> oh, dear. Those are, those are quite heinous crimes. But on first impressions, there doesn't seem to be a pattern to any of these. You know, besides the death thing. But, other, yeah, other than wanton destruction. But, you know, it's, it doesn't sound like a serial killer. Or something like that. It doesn't have a profile. Correct. Do you, do you think there's more than one person? I don't know. It could be anything. I, I'm i new to this whole law thing, like, you know, five minutes ago. But do you think that he's he's innocent? I... I... I, I don't know uh, for sure. All of the, the stories and... Evidence that the prosecution has looks bad for him, but after seeing him in his cell, I don't see him as just a beast. I, I, I want there to be a fair trial, but I don't, I don't know that the justices will see it that way. Is it is it up to the justices? Do you have jury trials or, or is it uh, brought down by a single judge? It is up to the triumvirate of judges. There are three. And one of them's Magistrate Embreth. Yes. Barrister, I'm very curious. As we came across the the town center we saw a wicker man yes constructed yes uh, the the town i believe is looking for a scapegoat and they are ready to convict him even without evidence then why are we going through this why i mean why let me ask my next question okay come back to that uh, when I was when we were coming through town, I heard a, a townswoman say that that the beast had had helped her and done good things. Are there other people who have this impression who've been helped by him? Yes, there's the families of those who uh, capsized their canoe in the river that the beast allegedly helped uh, there are also reports from uh, families who say th- their child had been returned to them after the child had gone missing for a few days do the children have they told their story they they say the the beast found them after they got lost in the woods and brought them home so those are the witnesses to his good character what was said by the witnesses of the crimes that a beast went on a rampage and destroyed everything they said a beast they didn't say the beast yes so they don't did they give a description of the beast, or did they just blurt out what what our friend looks like? They there have been varying varying descriptions of the beast, and so all three cases had the same description. No, Dif- different descriptors. Some say no hair. Some said dark hair, some said tall, some said uh, more rotund. 
But all three mentioned a beast rampaging. Yes. That is odd. Well, again, it could be three different people that aren't this beast. Have there been any descriptions of these crimes that match the beast description? The only stories that have matched have been the good stories and the case from Herstog. Herstog? Which one was that one? That was the children. Oh, the poor kids. Ultimately, I'm more concerned with finding evidence to help the beast. But there is not much time. You would say there's a time limit? Yes. The trial has already begun. Preliminary evidence has already been presented. And we meet again tomorrow at 10 a.m. Being discussed tomorrow in depth will, will be the case from Morast. These cases will be discussed one by one over the next three days and that will be the last time to present new evidence. What kind of evidence has been presented? Just testimony or is there physical evidence? Testimony broken doors things of that nature a broken a broken door that's it a broken door anybody could have i could have broken a door no you couldn't i could uh bitch i might (laughs) (laughs) oh snap (laughs) but combined with the the witness testimonies it is very compelling for the beast what is the schedule for the next three days? Which case is being discussed each day? First case is Morast. Second case is Herstog. And the third is Carb Isle. And you said that's Carb with a K. <laughs> I was just yes. thinking that. <laughs> Along with, and the witness is Carl with a K. Yes. Oh, that's how we know that it's, uh, what's the word? For, for in the setting. That's how we know it's contemporary. What? Yes. Okay. Carl. C-A-R-L-K. Carl-K? Carl-K? <laughs> that was a late night joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's like the people that say Stephen with a P-H, and so they put P-H-T-E-V-E-N. Stephen. Gotcha. Stephen. <laughs> I get it now. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Barrister, how was the beast captured? He was found at the library uh, on a, a rampage, but the guards were a- able to subdue him. What was he rampaging against he was flipping tables and smashing things around the room if you go to the library you can easily see what he has done (gasps) the books we forgot about the books no no we didn't they're at the We didn't forget about them. No, but he said library, and it would just remind me we oh need to return goodness. these books. I'm just imagining the scene the of like... The fines are just getting astronomical. <laughs> I'm just... I'm imagining the scene of like, the whole thing is in police tape, and everything's destroyed, and we just walk in with these three of us like, uh, we'll return these. <laughs> <laughs> you've, uh... You've obviously met with the beast. Oh, by the way, we came up with a name for him. Horus Bull. I think this will be good for the case because I think it'll help humanize him. Per- perhaps. So, Horace, you said you've you've met with him. Have you spoken to him? Has he spoken in return? He speaks occasionally. Anything interesting? Nothing of note. I I 
feel that if you can gain his trust, you will be able to talk to him. Understood. So it would be worth our time to check in on the beast. Since today, of course. Yes. So since the day is almost over, I recommend we... Uh, pa- Roderick, it's only 2.30. Yes, but we did not get an early morning start. So I think we should go to Morass today. Then tomorrow, after the court proceedings, we can interview the beast. Or before. I disagree. I would really like to speak with him today. He needs to know that people are fighting for him. I agree. We need to speak to him. How far is Morast from here? It is r- roughly 12 miles to Morast. So that's a three-hour walk in itself, or a four-hour walk. You can summon a horse. We can all get on it. <laughs> I already spent that spell today. What time? Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting it's the same day. What time do the court proceedings begin tomorrow? 10 a.m. Oh, there's time. We could get back if we it, leave. What's, what sort of evidence are you going to need to it, conf- confront? Anything physical or concrete that cannot be dismissed as hearsay isn't but isn't the whole case hearsay yes Rindley so if we beat their hearsay with not hearsay that means we win we have to to, we have to disprove their reasonable doubt it's literally court (laughs) well it's the inverse because apparently they don't have the assumption of innocence I I do have a, a request. If you are able to find this evidence, perhaps one of you could pre- present it. it. It might go over better. I vote for Vivian. <gasps> oh, sorry, I was just like... <gasps> Oh, I'll have to buy a new outfit. We'll buy a court outfit. Oh, wonderful. I'm so excited. Well, you know, uh, except for the fact that someone's life is on the line. That's very distressing. But absolutely, I would love to speak. I like talking. There is a seamstress at the Temple of Shaylin here. <gasps> Temple of Shaylin? That would be happy to help. Oh, fabulous. Temple of Shaylin. Oh, I'm going home. Vivian, Vivian. What? Yes. I need you to focus. What? We yes. need... We will need your talents to question Horus before you go out uh, shopping for clothes. Well, obviously, Roderick, I know what my priorities are. Horus, then clothes. You seemed far more excited about one than the other. Well, one's not going to potentially be dead in 12 hours. I mean, fashion dies all the time, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to try to make a joke, but yours is better. That was really good. We are absolutely on board with helping with this situation. Assuming you're willing to accept our help. Yes, any help would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. She gives him like a a nice squeeze on the shoulder, like we're here for you, sort of physical gesture. (laughs) So so let's go talk to Horace. Yes, since we are here. Yeah, we are on a time crunch now, so let's go talk to Horace. So where's Horace being kept in this building? He is in the holding cell across the hallway from the courtroom. Excellent. And we make our way there. And as we do so... (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's all I wanted. So you make your way across the courtroom and into this holding cell area. And this is a very large room. that It looks like it could hold multiple people in this holding cell. It's Mm kind of like a drunk tank. Mm. You got multiple people could sit in there. But there's only one towering abomination looking creature sitting in an iron chair in the middle of the cell. He's bound with no less than a dozen sets of manacles. Uh, When you look at him, the stitching holding the pieces of his body together, making him look almost like patchwork. Mm -hmm. He's so big and built that it's almost as if those wires are stretching mm. it's almost there to the maximum point of their tension they couldn't take any more like he can't gain any weight because he'll bust so is he, is he taller than roderick he is huge a uh, quick question like um, legit huge pathfinder I think, I think he's like large size but he's large so he's only four squares 
only four squares. Which is large creatures are also like eight to fourteen feet tall. Jeez, that's eight really times tall. the height. Eight times the weight of a medium creature. Right. So important question. Yes. Is he covered in hair? No. Noted. He's bald. He has hair. He has hair on the top of his head that looks like it was a scalp just thrown on with hair. Ugh. What color? Stupid glued up. It is uh, <laughs> black hair. Does he react when we walk in? This creature just sits in this chair looking despondent. Um, he basically, he, he looks depressed. All right. Before we get started, first roll of the day, Roderick wants to roll a knowledge arcana to see if he knows anything at first uh, blush. Glance? About... Just the nature of the creature we're looking at. Like, who is his maker? You, you that would, is a natural three. You wouldn't get that from the from that check. Um, yeah, you don't really know anything more than you already have about... Is there a knowledge roll that we could roll? Not really, just looking at him. What you know is what Roderick has already told you about flesh golems. Get nothing new specific about this one. Right. So... you. I mean, you would notice just by looking at him... The fact that he looks depressed is is rare for a golem. Most golems are non emotive. They don't have feelings. So he's an emo golem. <laughs> it shows that he's sentient and almost as if he has a soul. So Vivian walks into this room and sees this scene, and she walks up to the bars. Oh dear, that doesn't look very comfortable. Hello. My name is Vivian Heatherton. These are my companions, and we have all volunteered to work with your barrister to help you attain a fair trial. We all wave. Any response yet? He looks up at you, but basically kind of looks at you with the big puppy dog eyes, Aww. but he's he doesn't respond. Vivian gets very close to tears at this little misty eyed at this and she's if you can imagine she's like got hands on either side of the bars and just kind of like up close to the bars like reaching not, not reaching through them with their arms but like leaning up against them i want you to know we're here to help and if there's any other information that you think we need to do this so are you guilty of any of the things that you have been charged i didn't do it any of them I didn't do it I need you to be more specific. There are three charges I against you. didn't do it. Vivian? Sense motive. Roll it. Natural one. <laughs> oh, he did it. <laughs> All right, we're done here. Our client pleads guilty. Yeah, that's an eight. So uh, <laughs> Vivian, so for the record, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but like Vivian absolutely doesn't think that he's committed these crimes, or at least not all of them, especially since the only descriptions that really match are mostly the good ones. She's a little worried about the children's one, but um, she's feeling pro pro beast. <laughs> um, so, and now that she failed that sense motive, she totally believes him. So, she is leaning forward through the bars and she says, I believe you, and I absolutely want to help you. Do you have a name? He just shakes his head. Do you want a name? I would I belong then belong to what i i know i am not human i'm not human i'm asimar but i i want to understand so do we what do you want to understand humans then by all means you need a name yes well a part of being human is definitely having a name we've thought of one for you how does horus sound horus like the assyrian god Horus. Does it sound like me? I think so. I mean, most of us don't get to choose our names. It's true. You could be whatever name you wanted. I don't know many names. Horus it is, then. Yes. So, another important thing about being human. Are you listening? <laughs> when you're asked three separate questions, you don't answer them all as one. I don't like him. <laughs> yes, no one really does. Um, <laughs> but he's sometimes good to have around in a fight. Sometimes. Horace, my name is Zenobia, and I would like to know 
who is your maker? Do you know your maker? At that, he just gets really quiet and he looks down again. Sense motive. 14. He gets really quiet and he looks down. (laughs) Now, let me ask, is your reaction because you don't know or because you don't want to tell us? He shrugs. Okay. At this point, he kind of resembles like a giant like toddler. That's what I was thinking, like a kid. Like a baby Huey. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about names, my name is your only ticket out of here, so you better start answering oh questions. Oh my goodness, Roderick, I'm going to kick you out of this room if you don't calm down. Horace, we, um, as part of of trying to help you, we need to ask you some questions. Would that be alright? He shakes his head. Okay. <sighs> only you. I mean, I'm I'm, I didn't do anything to offend him. I don't know what his problem is. Yeah, that's... Can they be in the... <laughs> Vivian is so flustered by the men in this group. <laughs> I was offended. I mean, I'm very offended. And they shut up. Can they be in the room? Or do we need to kick them out? They can stay. Okay. She looks back at both of you, and this is like the most stern you've ever seen Vivian. She's like, not one word. Okay? She's pointing at both of you. Not Rod- one word. All right. Ignore them. They take some getting used to. Is this okay? Can Zenobia stay? Yes. All right. Horace, can you tell me about the other night at the library? I don't remember. You don't remember, so you blacked out at some point? All I remember was I I woke up at this library with chains on my hands and being dragged here what was the last thing you remember before that before i woke up i was in the swamp in the swamp do you know the name of the swamp or how close it was to where we are no was anyone else there no is that where you live yes zenobia leans over to vivian says ask him what he remembers about the three crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Does he remember anything? Mm-hmm. Has he ever been to these mm-hmm. places? So you live in this swamp. Do you do you travel a lot outside of it? I mostly stay in the swamp. And have you ever met anyone else while you're there? I have seen the small humans. Children? Yes. They were crying and didn't know where they were. So I walked with them to find their home. That's a very nice thing to do, Horace. That's a good thing. Do you remember ever doing any bad things? I've done some bad things, but it wasn't my fault. Okay. I was trying to understand humans, but they would just yell at me and hurt me, and when I would get angry, they would cease to be. Yeah, Vivian kind of looks at Zenobia at that one. Do you remember when that happened? Has this happened a lot? It has not happened recently. I'm wondering about sense of time. They'd be like, what were you doing seven months ago? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good question. Yeah, That's why I said ask about the, the cities. Mm-hmm. Has he been to? But it just doesn't seem that he's got mm-hmm. that level of awareness. Okay, so I think at this point, Vivian pauses. Vivian and I are off whispering yeah. in the corner. Yes, I think, so I think, thank you for answering these questions, Horace. I'll be right back. And I think Vin- Vivian brings Zenobia over to to the, the fellas. I think we're going to need to talk to him more, but I don't know if there's much we can ask him about right now. Um, while you are kind of over there in the corner talking, you can see that he's he's gotten more contemplative Mm -hmm. and then he just starts saying the name Elsa and he just repeats that name and he grows more upset as he says it and he begins to cry Vivian rushes back over Horace Horace what's wrong Elsa was my friend who's Elsa where did you meet her I think they called it her stog you met Elsa in her stock? Yes. Was she one of the little humans? Yes. This is heartbreaking. She was always nice to me. 
And what happened to her? She was... There was a ghost that stole their souls at night. <gasps> Thank you, Jan, for giving me this hint. I didn't know how to ask about that. <laughs> I... I found her. She had ceased to be. Yes. I took her back to her family, but they yelled at me and tried to hurt me again. Horace, can you describe this ghost? It... Why do you say ghost? It looked different than a human? Yes. It... Uh, I don't know how to put it into words, but it had eyes everywhere. That sounds very scary. Horace, have you ever heard of a place called Morast? I do not know Morast. Just Herstog? Herstog. Horace, this is very good information. I want you to think about this ghost some more and think about how to describe it. We need to go now to find some more information to help you. Will you be back? I promise. I hope you come back. I promise. And whether you want me or not, I'll be there too. And they'll be here too, but maybe they'll learn some manners by then, but I really doubt it. So. Can I call you friend? Vivian is like absolutely like brimming with tears. She's like, absolutely. I am your friend, Horace. And I'll be back. I will see you soon, friend. Bye-bye, friend. Scene. <laughs> As I get emotional doing that. Oh, <laughs> This is so down Vivian's alley as a cleric of Shaylin, because they are absolutely about finding the beauty within. So this is totally just like a misunderstood creature is, is absolutely something that Shaylin feels passionate about. It's like having wanting everyone to see the goodness that's within. And Vivian sees this goodness. She thinks, unless he's a total con. <laughs> Which could be. Yeah. Which could be. So, a ghost covered in eyes. Yes, I wonder if there's a role we can do on that. Like a religion or a... Yeah, I guess I could start with religion. Planes, yeah. probably. Planes? It's, I bet it's planes, but Vivian's gonna start with religion. Ooh, 29 knowledge religion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ouchies. I switched my die. It was a good idea. She's become very religious over the past 30-something episodes. As if the cleric of Shaylin was not religious <laughs> to begin with. With the 29, that's really high. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of a wraith-type creature that was kind of covered in these eye-like things all over its body. Do With that role, do I have... Uh... Do I have enough information that I could, like, you know, we're on our way to a library. Mm -hmm. uh, do I have, like, enough that I could, you know, cross-reference some materials yeah, to probably. help identify what I need? Different religious texts and different local legends and things like that. Cool. You find there. You're also on your way to a Roderick. That's true. So if he rolls really high, he could smugly tell you all the other information you don't know. Oh, boy. That's really tempting. <laughs> So we'll do this without Roderick. We've <laughs> been most of the episode so far. <laughs> it's been. I, I wonder why I've enjoyed this one so much. <laughs> just, it's all about me. Just kidding. So as Zenobia and Vivian are turning away from Horace, this kind of clicks to her that she knows what's. She she thinks she has an idea about this creature, and it's bad news. So her eyes kind of get really big. And as they're walking out, she kind of glances back at Horace. I think I have an idea of what, what could cause this issue at her stop. Let's, let's get outside and discuss. I don't want to do this here. All right. So you step outside the holding cell. And you're now in the courtroom. So what did he say? Vivian repeats everything that was said. We're BFFs now. He mentioned a, a ghost creature that he said stole the souls of the children at night in her stock. That's where the, the six children were slain. And... He said that this creature was covered in eyes. And I know I've heard something about this. It was like, and I believe it was some sort of wraith. And it, 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 was, a, it was a wraith and it was known to steal children. It was, it was a, a, some sort of creature that, that did this. And, it, and it was, he was executed. Well, let's see if that jogs the old memory. Natural one. 
You know you defy statistics every it, week. It was a squirrel. Broderick, have you ever heard of anything like this? No, I'm pretty sure he's making it up. <laughs> well, I don't think he is, Roderick. And we're on our way to... Let's go grab the books and go to the library. I think I think I know where I can find the information. I remember some of the texts that... Some of the books that were in the Shaylin's library. Uh, hopefully they'll have a couple of copies there. So, we go back to the magistrate's house, grab the books, and head on towards the library. Okay. Make your way to the university, to the library... Uh, Roderick leading the way because this is where he went to school. This is old stopping grounds. Uh, that explains his attitude shift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roderick knows that to get to the library, you have to go all the way through the middle of the university. So he knows a back way to go in toward the auditorium, which That's is fun. in the library as the auditorium. Mm, like uh, lectures. Like a lecture auditorium. Anyway, you make it back around to the back of the, the library uh, and from here, you can definitely see, like, a ton of damage has been done back here. This is obviously the way that the beast broke in. Because mm. um, this door, which Roderick remembers once had a very nice, like, superior lock on it, is just kind of held together with a padlock. Right now, a very simple padlock. Well, that's odd. And it's kind of dented in and caved. It's very easy to open. Mm-hmm at this point. Uh, so you make your way inside to the library and see shelves of books turned over and tables flipped and a ton of destruction and a man, an older gentleman standing in the middle of all of this chaos. He's picking up books and picking up things and he notices you and he, he looks up and says, ah, Roderick, I've been waiting for you. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> well, you must have been waiting a long time. <laughs> I mean... 10,000 years is such a crick in the neck. <laughs>